Welcome to the Mary Jane Experience. Unbiased, unabridged, and most of all, informative. From our mountaintop view here in Colorado, here's how we see the cannabis industry today. Let's look at weed. Coming from you for the Green Room Studio in Boulder, Colorado. We are here to give you an update about the state of the cannabis industry. This the 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 thing is that this is my favorite question, right? Your favorite question. I I try to sneak it in whenever I can. Typically, it's mostly in the in-person interviews. We've been asking people what their one year five-year and 10-year predictions are for the cannabis industry. We've asked CEOs of magazines, grow ops, CMOs, as well as investment bankers. Now we get to talk about it. Yeah, so here we have compiled four Mm -hmm. of our favorite answers. These are all C-level executives in the cannabis industry. Movers and shakers. Yeah. So who do we have here? We have Patrick Ray. Hello, Patrick. How are you doing? I'm great. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. Thanks for joining us. Of Canopy here in Boulder. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it was a couple episodes back. Um, He is a, he runs an incubator here in in Boulder, Colorado. He's made investments in over a hundred different cannabis-based companies. Very intelligent in terms of the market, the shifts, the changes. He's been involved for quite some time. So that was a great podcast. If you haven't listened to that one, jump back. Um, Also another great mind in the industry, Eugenio Garcia. He's the CEO of Cannabis Now Magazine. Eugenio, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Really appreciate it. An ever-present eye on the industry and the happenings. Absolutely. Great interview as well. We did that during South by Southwest. Also during South by Southwest, Julia Jacobson. Hi, Julia. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. CEO of Aster Farms, a craft cannabis grow up, we're going to call it. Yeah, so our podcast Mm -hmm. with her was Cultivating Clean Cannabis. That's the one. Thank you. All outdoor, all clean, green, certified you can't technically use the word organic, but same, same. Yep. Julia is an entrepreneur by trade, essentially. Mm-hmm. Started at Techstars, was a buyer for Bloomingdale's, and has now dipped into the cannabis industry. So she has a really unique perspective. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. And then last but not least, Hannah Davis from Heavy Hitters and Mammoth Distribution. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. She is their CMO. Uh, We had a great conversation with her as well at South by Southwest. Um, But again, one of those people that definitely has her finger on the pulse. She came from the beverage world. Um, She worked in beer for a long time. She is effectively a beer sommelier. I can't remember what the term is. Cicerone. Cicerone, thank you. Um, so these, this, this question predictions for one, five and 10 years, um, we just started asking people cause we were interested to see what these C-level executive people in the industry are thinking about the industry. And it, it was incredibly interesting to hear from these people. Um, I'm actually going to go out on a limb here. We've been doing this now for four months. 
Strawberry Sequoia, what is your one-year, five-year, and 10-year prediction? Golly. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd never ask. Um, Just kidding. I, I am not prepared for this question, but I will give it my best shot. Give it the old college try. So, one year. We're talking this time next year. 12 months from today. My mom will be one year older. It's her birthday tomorrow. So yeah, 12 months from today. Casey Jones. Just, uh, yeah, what, what do you think? One year. It's hard for me to imagine too much happening in one year. That mm-hmm. seems like a really short period of time. Yeah. I think that the stigma across the country and world is going to lessen. Mm-hmm. I hope that's our our goal here. And that education in the industry is going to get a much higher focus as consumers become smarter mm-hmm. and wanting to actually know what's in their products. Yeah. I'm a very biased being in Colorado, so yeah, that's tricky. It's tough being in the the OG state of legalization next to California and Washington, where at this at this point, it's it's almost like we forget that it's not legal in other states. Which I mean, it's true. Like it's... we we know it's not like we forget. It's just that we go there and people are like, oh my god, what's it like going to the dispensary? And at this point, we've been what's to... a bud tender. <laughs> Yeah, so at this point, we've been to every single dispensary in Boulder multiple times to the point where it's just, for us, it's every day. Well, not every day, but but just commonplace. I Um, have to say, for the five-year, I am optimistically believing that we are going to see legalization across our entire country. A commonality of the five-year question when we talked to all of these C-level people, um, federal legalization. Everybody seems to think that inside of five years or in five years, federally, the U.S. will legalize. Yeah. And and I really want to believe that Mm -hmm. because I do think it's true. And I think it's important, so important for not only people that just need it medicinally Mm -hmm. and people that are incarcerated for cannabis crimes, a big issue in our industry, as well as really just... Why can't we have this as recreational as well? Yeah. Like, fuck that. And, and it's on, time. <laughs> and to build on that, one thing that Bruce, uh, the CEO of Canopy Growth, um, talked about was the money. You know, if you money. are in, well, because <laughs> we did say, this was actually said irregardless of the next administration within five years. Everyone we talked to believed that Trump gets elected federal again. U.S. legalization. Next administration, I do believe, yeah. will. Uh, legalized cannabis either either through through pressuring legislation or doing executive power um if you are a governor or mayor in a coal state and that industry is very slowly drying up and you are losing jobs and you are losing public funding and money and taxable incomes and things of that nature when you see the boom and how people could go from, 
you know, one manual labor position to another in an agrarian sense, from a mining sense to an agrarian sense, it would make sense for you to lobby to have this legalized because that could potentially save your city, your county, your state, etc. Um, so I think that that has a major role in terms of why legalization in five years is, again, across the board, something we can all kind of agree on and are hoping for, but Dollar dollar um, bills, yo. Exactly. When it comes down to it, the government's going to follow the money. So. I mean, they should. <laughs> I, I'm Be for stupid it. not to. Exactly. Ten years is hard. It's kind of like the one year where yeah. there's not enough time. Ten years is almost too much time in this kind of industry. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. Less than a prediction. What's your hope for ten years? I hope to see... Equality, I think that this is one of the few industries that gets to start from scratch. Mm -hmm. And so I really hope to see in all of the new companies that I know there's going to be across our country, I hope very much to see a more equal industry Mm -hmm. with more women and more people of color, for sure. I hope to see interesting and ethical craft brands not Mm -hmm. get too taken over by the Budweiser's of weed that are going to start coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 years, I think. <laughs> in 10 years, you're going to know who the Budweiser of weed is. Yeah. You're going to know who the Lagunitas of weed is. Um, and I just hope to see overall acceptance so that this plant can not only be studied, but used for people to get better and yeah. to make the world a better place. I think there's going to be less alcohol use, mm-hmm. and I think that's going to be amazing. I think, um, because I come from the alcohol industry, I think we're going to see a lot of complementary usage with alcohol as well as replacement. Yeah, hopefully. And, and to build on that, hopefully less opioid use. Absolutely. Which... Again, tenure, tenure is more of a hope than a prediction. And I'd like to see everybody that is currently incarcerated for a nonviolent cannabis crime with their records expunged and able to be a part of the yeah. industry as there, well. There should be legal discourse to allow nonviolent cannabis offenders to participate in this legal industry because they were screwed by the system. Yeah. So that I like that. But enough about me. Let's get into the real pros here. Let's talk to these C-level execs and hear what their one, five, and ten-year predictions are. Where where do you think we're headed? I think within one year, we're going to see some state-led banking bills um, being passed already. I mean, at a federal level, there's the SAFE Act, um, which is about banking for cannabis companies. I don't think that's going to actually happen in the next year on a federal level, but I think that states that have been in this program for a while are going to start figuring out their own statewide banking. I'm going to mostly talk about California for the one year because that's as far as I can predict right now. Um, So I think by the end of this year in California, we're going to see a lot of the issues with the legal 
shops and the the illicit nature of the market sort of go away is what I'm hoping. Um, it seems like the uh, regulatory bodies as well as each of the county and city um, you know, police departments are really making an effort now, which is great. 2018 was a year of just a lot of questions. Everyone was getting their act together. I feel like 2019 is the year of real, um, you know, organization, professionalism, and moving into that sort of phase where we are a legal safe market for every consumer in California. So that's my hope um, for the one year. One year from now, I do anticipate we will see a few more milestones, a.k.a. New York City is about to legalize cannabis on a state and New York City level. Um, so many, some other states will, will, will transition out of the medical and into the adult use. I think, I think that in the next year we'll see cannabis use become something, or cannabis become something that's talked about like almost every day in the public forums in DC, public okay. governmental forums in DC. Okay. And we're already starting to see that happen with Barr commenting about uh, the States Act, mm -hmm. um, you know, lobbying groups. I think we're moving from an advocacy to a government relations you know, uh, phase in the industry. So I think we're here. We're going to stay. Now it's like, how can we work? How mm -hmm. government, what, what safe harbor can we give to the gover government, federal government, for them to occupy mm -hmm. for legalization to move to the next stage, yeah. which is what I predict in the five-year. Got it. Um, I don't think we're going to see much happen between now and the next election, presidential election. Um, the States Act can be you know, passed in the House, but I don't think McConnell's going to bring it up in the Senate. It's not like we're going to move forward there. Um, We'll see, though. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I'd love to be wrong, but I think we'll see more action after this presidential cycle or very near to it if somebody needs to push some votes over the edge to get reelected. Heard mm. that idea. Yeah. And I'm OK with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, five years. Whether we have, uh, even if Trump gets elected again, next administration, I do believe, yeah. will uh, legalize cannabis either either through through pressuring legislation or doing executive power. Uh, on a federal le level, the U.S. will join the rest of the momentum of the global community and have a much different stance on the plant. I think in five years, we are going to see federal prohibition end. Um, and it's going to be Ooh, really yeah. interesting five because years. each state, the, the regulations are wildly different yep. and very regulated. So it's going to be really interesting to see how interstate commerce happens mm -hmm. when federal prohibition is over. In five year, uh, I have a couple things. So I feel like in five years, federal legalization will happen, or I hope so. Um, if it doesn't, I feel like there's going to be some interesting things happen with the cannabis industry. Um, but I feel like we'll have federal legalization, um, and it's going to become very normalized at that point. Um, because 
not only will um, you know you be able to walk into a dispensary, but I feel like by that point, hopefully there'll be more ways to order it online and have a little bit more of that customized experience, you know, just like a lot of other product categories that are happening. Also at that five-year mark, I think, um, because I come from the alcohol industry, I think we're going to see a lot of complementary usage with alcohol as well as replacement of alcohol. Not to even talk about the opioid issue. I think we're definitely, cannabis is definitely going to help with the opioid issue in this country, which is amazing. But I feel like there's going to be a lot of switchover from alcohol um, to cannabis. I know I've already seen it in my own household. It's just like by behavior, it's already happening, right? And so I think, you know, You've, you've seen, I'm sure, in the news, the alcohol industry is a little bit worried about that. But I also see them making investments in Canada, which means they, they see it um, and they see the opportunity that's in the industry. So I think, you know, things like drinks are going to become more of the, the daily cannabis consumption ritual rather than just smoking. So I think we'll see a lot more formats. Um, and then, oh, gosh, 10 years is so far away for the cannabis industry. Uh, on 10 yeah. years? Oh, gosh, 10 years. I know years. That that's, like, damn near impossible. But 10 years from now, hemp will catch up. Hemp <laughs> as a resource for, for ropes, for uh, CBD benefits, for, for food, uh, mm -hmm. for, all, for clothing. 10 years, I think, in 10 years, you're going to know who the Budweiser of weed is. Yep. You're going to know who the Lagunitas of weed is, us. I think, I mean, we're going to see global at that point. Um, and I think that's the really exciting part of, um, you know, being a part of this industry is that we're not only making a U.S. industry from scratch, but we're really, you know, as the U.S. and Canada, as North America in general, we are sort of leaders in the world right now. So I think we collectively have the responsibility to make it you know, a really cool industry, responsible industry, but also one that's going to sort of change behaviors around the world, which is an amazing opportunity and an amazing responsibility, but one that I think all of us are super excited about. 10 years, we'll see the traditional dispensary model uh, start to go away. Okay. Um, it will, the regulations and the requirements for compliance will um, lighten. Okay. And uh, it'll, cannabis it should look, uh, be less regulated than alcohol, but that might be the safe harbor. We forget uh, that, that coming way back into the 1500s, we were using hemp for every single sail and every single uh, ship that Henry VIII was sailing across you know, the ocean to attack the French. I mean, it was a cornerstone of industry, and it's going to take time to get that this plant back into circulation, but it, it truly is one of the most, I mean, if you think about THC, awesome like that's going to be something amazing but when you think about the, the varietal that makes um industry possible it's going to eclipse the thc industry and and 10 years from now it's going to be pretty exciting to see where that ends up it but, will be a real industry that people are educated on and are you know incorporating into their life in a very um health and wellness educated way i, I like it that. perfect yeah. So crystal ball very much intact. Those, those <laughs> yeah. were good answers. A lot we'll of times see. people we'll just see. <laughs> <laughs> We'll come back in one, five, and ten years. I was Excellent. Say, yeah, we have to do the we'll redo it. <laughs> yeah. One year predictions. Pretty interesting. Kind of across the board. We'll see what we find out. We'll revisit this mm -hmm. in a year. The five year, what we're hearing the most is people are 
feeling very optimistic about federal legalization in the U.S. across mm-hmm. the board, even if Trump is reelected. Yeah, I don't think he can fight this one out. No, he's even talked about it. He he's even said he's open to it now that uh, you know the the Elmer Fudd of Jeff Sessions is the fuck out. Um, you know his his crusade to to stop all legal cannabis activity is pretty much he's got no power anymore. So, you know, with him out of the way, even if Trump gets reelected, it sounds like within five years we're gonna see federal legalization. So. So we hope we're right on that one. Cross, cross your joints, stoners. <laughs> and also, rather than cross your vote, or cross your joints, go vote. Always. There's no excuse not to vote. Yeah, just vote. You want to see this federally legalized? Go vote for people that are talking about it. Absolutely. And then on maybe a smaller scale, but and something that's a little more opinion-based, replacement for alcohol or complementary products to alcohol, pain relief substitute to opioids. We're gonna see this in our healthcare system as something that's actually taken seriously. Yeah, and and I, I think one of the things that was brought up is the opioid epidemic and hopefully cannabis's use as a replacement for that. Mm-hmm. That would be great for us as a society and as a civilization. So we're gonna pray for that one. Um, 10 years, as we were just talking about it before, 10 years is more of a hopefulness as opposed to a prediction. Yes. But, um, some interesting things were brought up. Uh, we always talk about the CBD craze, um, and how it's kind of off the rails at this point. So, you know, within 10 years, I think a lot of the snake oil salesmen, you're gonna, you're not gonna see that, you know, the people that are actually doing it tried and true and and they have, you know good research and good product they're going to make it um snooki's cookies with a dash of cbd oil oh my god um they're going to be screwed because the fda eventually will crack down um i think something that wasn't mentioned i don't think but that i think is really interesting and i heard during south by southwest as we keep coming back to uh, Nancy from Wanna Brands talk was the idea of constructed cannabis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think in ten years potentially we will see cannabis constructed to the point where there's specific cannabinoids all crafted together to create this perfect product to solve whatever problem you have. Mm-hmm. Or to use recreational for a consistent consumer experience. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really interesting, the idea of constructed cannabis just in general mm-hmm. and the possibilities that it could have medicinally and recreationally. So. Yeah. And and one thing uh, we did, Eugenio mentioned, which I kind of agree with, um, hemp as an industrial product and a replacement for unsustainable industrial products such as, you know, very basically paper, some plastic uses. Um, and his prediction of hemp exceeding cannabis, um, recreational cannabis in terms of market share and market value, um, which I think makes sense to yeah. be perfectly honest. Like the aluminum industry is huge. 
right? Definitely. And so if we can somehow create, you know, hemp-based can or containers that are fully biodegradable, um, yeah, I think that's going to be huge. I hope, again, 10 years is kind of a hopeful part. Um, also, there are markets out there, um, such as the UK, Thailand, um, Poland, etc., uh, that are talking about legalization. So hopefully in 10 years, we will see some form of global, perhaps decriminalization, maybe not global legalization, but that'd be kind of nice. Um, that was mentioned a couple times as well. So yeah. we'll see. I just think that it's really interesting looking into the future of an industry like cannabis. It's really impossible. Oh yeah. But it's fun it's fun to predict an industry of this nature and i'm excited we will be taking bets on this we will have an open sports book on predictions in the (laughs) cannabis world (laughs) no is that legal (laughs) uh, probably not here i don't i i doubt it but anyway um again this this comes back to you uh you know we are only four eyes, two sets on the cannabis industry. We ask this question from as many people as we can to try and get an idea of what's going on out there. Um, if you have any ideas, if you have any predictions, or if you, there's something that we're missing, leave it in the comment section or reach out to us, marydanexperience.com, um, any of the social media platforms. Reddit has been great for this, um, getting information, getting people involved. So if you read it and you're a Redditor, um, look us up. Yeah, so this is definitely a topic that we will revisit. Yeah, this is going to be, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I predict in the next year, we're going to try to do this quarterly. Because as we interview more and more people, we'd like to revisit it. Um, And as it changes, you know. Exactly. So if you do have opinions and you're interested in offering a sound clip or a quick interview, It could potentially be a part of our next rendition of this particular topic. Yeah. What are we going to call this series? We have to give it a good name. The future is now. No. um... (laughs) (laughs) I think Uh, it's just one, five, and ten. Ooh. One, five, ten. Future of cannabis. Yeah. One, five, and ten. The future of cannabis with the Mary Jane experience. Boom. If you want to send us an email, go ahead and send it to info at maryjaneexperience.com. Put in the subject line 1, 5, and 10. Go ahead and give us your 1, 5, and 10 predictions. We will potentially use them in our next episode. If not, at least definitely post them on social media. Yeah. So, We'll yeah. for sure give you credit. Absolutely. Yeah, we tag people for sure. Um, yeah, this has been another wonderful production of the Mary Jane Experience podcast brought to you by Casey Jones and Strawberry Sequoia from the Green Room Studios in Boulder, Colorado. Make sure to subscribe, share, and like our podcast so that more people can get this quality information. As always, feel free to reach out. And in the immortal words of our good friend, Sam the Samwise Gemus, good night, potheads. Perfect.